Hello, and welcome to Pastor George's Bible Study. By God's grace today, we just want to encourage ourselves and um, pray that the Lord will, will keep us glowing and burning for Him. The, um, the prayer is that God will help us so that we can remain fruitful in His presence, that we will not just follow Jesus with empty religion, that truly there will be life in our walk with him. And that our relationship with Jesus will not become ordinary routine, but there will be life in it. There will be encouragement in it. There will be inspiration in it. So I, I want us to just read a scripture we have read before, but we will kind of exploit a bit. Is the scripture in Numbers chapter 17. We want to talk about Aaron's bud, Aaron's rod, sorry, that budded. And we'll just read it. Numbers 17, just to encourage us and to show us again and to remind us again how we can keep fresh in God's presence. So, Numbers 17. can um, Jethro, can you read it for us, please? Number 17, read from verse 1. Just read it down to verse 10. Number 17, verse 1 to verse 10. What's going on? You can't unmute. Is there a problem with me? Let me see. Did I play? Unmute. Yes. Is there, is there a problem? What What's happened there? Anyway. That's better. Like, I can, I can unmute now. So, on the amplified version, it says, and the Lord said to Moses, speak to the Israelites and get from them rods or staves, one for each father's house from all their leaders, according to their father's houses. Twelve rods, write every man's name on his rod. Mm. And you shall um, write every yeah, name yeah. on the rod of Levi, his great grandfather. You shall lay them up in the tent of meeting before the ark of the testimony, where I meet. It's all bad, man. And the rod of the man whom I choose shall bud, and I will make to cease from me the murmurings of the Israelites, which they murmur against you. And Moses spoke to the Israelites, and every one of the leaders. All through that. Down in Phoenix, one. I'm muting this. Leader, according to their father's houses, twelve rods and a rod of Aaron was among their rods. And Moses deposited the rods before the Lord in the tent of the testimony. And the next day, Moses went into the tent of testimony, and behold, 
the rod of Aaron. For the house of Levi had sprouted and brought forth buds and produced and produced blossoms and yielded ripe almonds. Moses brought all uh, Moses brought out all the rods from before the Lord to all the Israelites, and they looked, and each man took his rod. And the Lord told Moses, Put Aaron's rod back before the testimony in the ark to be kept as a warning sign for the rebels, and you shall make an end to of their murmurings against me, lest they die. And Moses did so, as the Lord commanded him, so he did. The Israelites said to Moses, Behold, we perish, we are undone, all undone. Everyone who comes near, who comes near the tabernacle of the Lord, dies or shall die. Are okay. we all to perish? Okay, thank you very much, Jethro. Um, like I said, we just want to study um, verse 1 to 10 so that we can... Yeah, you would. Thank you, Parkin. Please. Um, let me see. So we want to study verse 1 to 10 and see how God will help us. We um, We want to check how can we keep fresh? How can we keep um, keep on fire? And how is it that our relationship or our dealings with Jesus will not become monotonous or will not become just the empty religion that has no life in it? That's what we want to see. Now, if you look at verse 1, the Bible said, the Lord spoke to Moses, speak to the children of Israel, and get them a rod from each father's house. All their leaders, according to their father's houses, 12 robes, write each man's name on his rod. This was God's commandment to Moses. He said, write each man's name on his rod. And honestly, in my, as I look at this scripture, it's as if all our names are on, we have, each of us have our own rod. And God went on to say that each man's name must be on a rod. This story is just trying to show us who has the Lord chosen. How, how are you going to be chosen of God? Or how, 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 how can you um, confirm that actually you have been chosen of the Lord? You are, you are a child of God. When you accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior of your life, you were chosen. You, you took on that, that um, name, the name of Jesus. And so you were chosen. But, beloved brethren, how can you show? How can it be confirmed both to heaven and to yourself that you have been chosen? That's what we want to look at now. Now, we just want to see what happened in this story? Like we read. So the Bible said each man's name was written on his rod. So, like you and me, our names have been written on rods. Your name is before God. Then look at what the Lord said. He said, Then you shall place them 
in the tabernacle of meeting before the testimony where I meet with you. So, where are, where are the rods meant to be placed, please? In the tabernacle of meeting where God meets with his people. And beloved brethren, one way you can be sure to, to make sure that you still carry the life of Jesus is that you must be ready to meet with God at all times. Look at, look at it here. The Bible said, place, God told Moses, then place the rods in the tabernacle of meeting. Beloved brethren, can we remind ourselves? How can we confirm that we are alive again? How can we uh, ensure that our relationship with Jesus is not just empty religion? We must be ready to meet with God. For, for the children of Israel here, it was the tabernacle of meeting. The rods were meant to be placed. You don't have a physical tent. But the question is, have you placed yourself before God to meet with him regularly? Have you made space and have you made time to meet with God regularly? This place was called Tabernacle of Meeting. Are you meeting with God? That's the question. So that's the first thing I want us to remind ourselves about. Remember, we are studying. What are the qualifications or how can we confirm that actually we carry the life of Christ? How can we ensure that our lives is, and our relationship with Jesus is not empty religion? That's what we want to check. So the first thing you notice is the rods that has each of our names has to be in the tent of meeting. And look, if I don't know if you can imagine this. Each rod was brought. And it, they were not just rods in that sense. They had each man's name on it. So, beloved brethren, God knows our names. God is interested. You know, if the rods were just brought without the names being there, you would not, it would just be, oh, there are some sticks. The name being on each rod signifies that God is interested in you and in me. God is particular about each and every one of us. That's why those names are there. That's why the names signify people. The names were written on those words to signify that they represent people. The same way God looks at me and you. We are not just there. We are human beings that God is intending to relate with. That's why the names were on those words as symbolic. And it also teaches us, like we've said, that we need to not um, ignore our tent of meeting where we meet with God. Let's not ignore it. Now, so we see there that the rods were brought in verse 6. So Moses spoke to the children of Israel. Each of their leaders gave him a rod apiece. For each leader, according to their father's house, 12 rods. And the rod of Aaron was among the rods. And verse 7, Moses placed the rods before the Lord in the tabernacle of witness. Um, 
verse 8. Now it came to pass on the next day that Moses went into the tabernacle of witness and behold, the rod of Aaron of the house of Levi had sprouted and brought forth buds. So, so when the next day, when, they, when Moses went in, he saw that Aaron's rod was producing leaves. Do you see? Aaron's rod was producing leaves. The Bible is, what does that mean to me and you? Remember, we are before the Lord. And if this is just symbolic, I don't know how you see it. If my life is good, if I am going to produce life, if I am going to produce or show forth the life of Christ, where am I meant to be, please? I need to be in God's presence, in the tabernacle of meeting. I need to be meeting with God. My relationship with God must be alive. And the only way that can happen is that I must be in his presence at all times. Those rods, Aaron's rod, would not have brought forth leaves if it was not in God's presence. That teaches me and you that we, the only way we can prove to even the world outside that we are we carry the life of Christ is that we need to be in God's presence every day of our lives. You need to realize that you are in God's presence, you are before God every day of your life. If you do not realize that, do you know I discovered when I misbehave, I forget. It, that is when I forget that actually I am before God. When I don't do the right thing, that is when I, I, I forget that actually am I not before God? I'm before God. So for, for, for those rods, they were brought in and Aaron's rod budded. So it shows you and me that it is not just a ceremonial thing we are doing. When the, when we are encouraging, encouraging ourselves, meet with God, have times of prayer, have time of fellowship with God, fellowship with other brethren, have a time of devotion, you and God. It's not ceremony. God wants life to come out of us. Like you see here, those rods, all of them were before God in the tabernacle of meeting. But only one rod brought forth life. My, my relationship with Jesus must not be empty religion. It must bring forth life. My rod has to bud. My life has to produce green leaves, life, a sense of life, so that people may see that actually, there's God here. Look at look at the story. Look at that verse 8 again. The Bible said, it came to pass on the next day that Moses went into the tabernacle of witness and behold, the rod of Aaron of the house of Levi had sprouted and brought forth buds. It didn't stop there, beloved brethren. It produced blossoms. 
and yielded ripe almonds. So, I don't know if you see what I am seeing there. God doesn't just want us to produce leaves. Yeah, in the Bible of the scripture and they also the name of the in the New Testament. Can you name what the thing was? Um we are reading Numbers 17. Numbers yes, 17. Uh, yes, Numbers 17. Right. From verse 1 to 10. We are looking at verse 8 presently. Right, so verse 10. We are looking at Numbers 17. Uh, 17, verse 8. Yes. So it says, and it comes to pass that on the moon Moses, when into the tablets of whiteness, and behold, of the road and of the house of heaven, where was and bought for and bush bush and that one all mountains I think yes so that's verse 8 you read and I was trying to explain yeah that the rods that were brought before God yeah not only produced leaves but it also produced fruits mm. so what does that mean for me and you? Well, for what it means for me and you. Uh, Liam, yeah. Liam, let's just uh, let George uh, continue to explain, yeah? He will ask later on, yeah? If if we will let him do the Bible study first and then uh, we will uh, uh, continue to study, yeah? You can you can explain later on. Let Let him do that first, yeah? And if you unmute as well, Liam, so that everyone will be able to concentrate, yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay, so what what um, that verse is trying to tell us is that we need to know that God is not just interested that your life produce leaves. Do you remember that fig tree that Jesus was hungry? And he looked at that fig tree. He saw leaves. But as Jesus went close to it, there was only leaves but no fruit. Look at Aaron's rod. This is what God wants to do with me and you. That we should not just produce leaves as Christians. Some of the leaves we produce as Christians. We go to church. Even in our language, you know, you see a Christian, you say, oh, my brother, my sister, you know, our language has changed. You have the outward appearance, the leaves of a Christian. But God is saying, beyond leaves, you need to produce fruit. So if you look at that rod, Aaron's rod there, it produced buds, small leaves. But it did not stop there. 
it also blossomed, produced blossom and yielded almonds. It yielded fruit. So what God wants me and you to appreciate and know that our lives for us to carry life for each and every one of us who has been named before God, we need to produce um, fruit. And the fruit is going to be evident to all. Let me tell you, if you look at this story, you know the, the way God was trying to, God was just trying to prove to the children of Israel that any rod that I have chosen will produce life. Do you know that is the same proof God uses all the time to prove to the world that Jesus carries life? He proves to the world that me and that Jesus carries life, and the only way he can prove it is through me and you. When Jesus has affected your life, you produce fruit, you produce leaves as it were, spiritual leaves. And do you remember? If you remember your, your, your biology again, excuse me, how do, how does, um, how does the, a tree or a plant, what is the purpose of the leaves of the plant? Can somebody remind us, please? Eh? Leaves, what, what do the leaves do? Yes? Somebody in the Salido family, the Salido family is still there. Yes, they are still there. Remind us, please. What does the leaves do in a plant? What's the purpose of leaves in a plant? Yes, Salido family, thank you very much. Help us. They absorb light for photosynthesis. They, they do what? They absorb light for photosynthesis. So, what is the purpose of photosynthesis? They don't produce glucose, like food, probably. So, they, they, they absorb light. Eh? The leaves absorb light, isn't it? For what? They produce food for the plant. So, they produce fruit. They produce food. For the plant, isn't it? Eh? Yeah. And what does that food do for the plant? What happens as the plant produces food? What happens? What is the byproduct of that food? Yes. Answer. So if if the plant is is getting food and nutrients and the leaves help the plant absorb light that leads to producing food for the plant. What happens to the plant? It grows. It grows, number one. Number two, what else happens? It produces fruit. It produces fruit. Thank you very much. Do you see that is the same process for the Christian? Do you know some of the leaves God is blessing us with is opportunities like this to study the Bible? Yes, 
Are you guys seeing the... Look at Nika's screen. Look at Nika's screen, please. Do you see the leaves? Where are the fruits, please? Eh? Where are those fruits? They are next to the leaves. Without those leaves, those fruits will not be there. Do you understand? Me and you, we need spiritual leaves. And some of our spiritual leaves is what we are talking about today. Your times with God, your fellowship time with God is a spiritual leaf. Your time of fellowship with, with other Christians, times of prayer, times of Bible study, what is happening, please? You are producing, you are absorbing the light of Jesus through your leaves. And you are being you are being encouraged, you are being, you are being challenged in your Christian faith so that you can grow. And as you keep growing, what happens, please? You produce fruit. It is that fruit that people see. And they say, ah, there must be something about this brother, this young man. There must be something about this young lady that is different. That is how God puts his mark on us. Because we are not just um, going to church and organizing Bible study and meeting together just for the sake of it. It is not empty religion. There is life coming through all these activities. Do you see what God wants to do with us? The same thing applies as you see Aaron's rod as well. It was not just one stick. The same way God is reminding you and reminding me that you are not just one human being that is out there. You carry the life of Christ. And that life of Christ should produce fruit. You are not just part of the world. You are not just part of the 7 billion human beings on the surface of the earth. You produce life. And God wants us to be like Aaron's rod. Now, uh, let's read on and I will show you something very important. Look at verse 10. I want us to all discuss verse 10 together. Look at verse 10. I will just read it and let's talk about it together. The Bible says, And the Lord said to Moses, Bring Aaron's rod back before the testimony to be kept as a sign against the rebels, so that you might they may put their complaints away from me, lest they die. Now, let's discuss it. Why did God tell Moses, don't take a... You see, you know, in verse 9, the Bible said, Moses brought out all the rods before the Lord to, to the children of Israel. And they took each man his rod. So each man went and took his rod. Guess what? They took empty rods. Eh? The tribe of Judah went and picked their own rod. There was nothing there. It was just a rod. Eh? Um, the tribe of uh, Issachar went and picked their own rod. It was just a rod. But for Aaron, the tribe of Levi, that rod carried life. And that is what God wants to remind us. Beloved brethren, you carry life. You are not just an ordinary human being. You carry the life of Christ. Now, now I thought Aaron would carry his rod 
and go and say, hallelujah, my rod is alive. I am not just carrying a stick. I am carrying a glorious rod because it is alive. There's leaves on it. There's fruit on it. Praise God. I thought Aaron will, will use that and be going around the camp and say, brethren, my rod is alive. Come to the to the man that has the rod that is alive. I thought Aaron would be doing that. But look at verse 10. And this is where we need to discuss. Why verse 10? The Bible says, the Lord said to Moses, bring Aaron's rod back before the testimony. Why do you think God said they should bring that rod back? Let's discuss this, please. Let's talk. Regine, are you there? Yeah. Yes, what do you think? Why did God tell Moses, this rod that is alive, Aaron's rod, bring it back into the test before the testimony of before the, the testimony. Bring it back into the tent. Don't take it out. Why? What do you think? Um Because obviously his rod was quite distinctive. It um, carried life. Yes. In a way, it kind of represents like a flourished relationship with God. And okay. Being an example for everyone to follow. Exactly. It was good to be an example. What else? If it was good to be an example, how is it? Why do you think it had to be? It had to be kept in 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 the camp in the tent where God was. Yeah, so that it can keep growing. Exactly, exactly. Thank you very much. So that it can keep growing. So that that rod will continue to blossom. If you take the rod away from the presence of God, that rod will not be kept alive as a sign to others. Aaron was not allowed to boast about the rod because the rod was not alive because of Aaron. It was alive because it was in God's presence. Beloved brethren, does that not apply to me and you? How am I, how are you going to keep alive in the things of God? How are you going to keep alive and your relationship with God growing and blossoming? How? If you will not remain. Look at what the the Bible said. He said, bring Aaron's rod back before the testimony to be kept. It was meant to be kept in the tabernacle. It was meant to be kept there. And beloved brethren, do you know that the only way the world will know that me and you carry life eh, in Christ is to be kept before God's presence. Have Have you not seen 
Why do you think at times people complain? Oh, some Christians are hypocrites. Why did they say that? They're just hypocrites. They're not genuine. Why? Why was that statement made? It was because those Christians were not standing in God's presence. Those Christians were misbehaving. Those Christians, because they did not remain before Jesus and follow his example, they were not being kept as a sign. There was no way their rod could board and bring life because they were not being kept as a sign. What is God telling us today? He wants us to be kept in his presence. He wants us to remain with him. We must not allow the world take us away. If the world takes us away, takes you away, you will become an empty rod that carries no life. You will be of no sign to anybody. God wants me and you to be a sign. He wants me and you to be a a banner, a sign to the world so that they will know that actually we carry life. Not just the life of physical life, but we carry the life of Christ. That's all God wants to do with us. But that cannot happen by wishful thinking. It can only happen if we are kept in his presence. I pray God will help us. I'm praying that the Holy Spirit will encourage your heart today. Have you been kept out of his presence? Have you been kept out of God's devotion and walk with him? Maybe because you are very busy. Maybe because you you have a lot of things on your mind. Why don't you come back to him today and say, Lord, help me. Help me to be kept in your presence. Help me to always remain in your tabernacle of meeting. Lord, help me. Do not take me away from your presence. Anything that will take me away from your presence, Lord, in your mercy, remove it so that I am kept in your presence. It is from there I will operate. Everything about my life must be in your presence. It must originate in your presence. Help me, Lord. I'm praying that that will be your heart cry. And have you been, you, God has helped you, you have been remaining in his presence. Please, always keep a close eye on your heart. Because there's a possibility. If Aaron's rod had left that tabernacle and gone off, there will be no source of life again. Those leaves you drop off. Those fruits we drop off. And there will be no way of that rod replenishing his fruits if it's not in God's presence. Have you tried removing a, a plant that was producing fruit? And you just removed it. 
how will that plant, you, you remove it from the soil, from the source of life, how will that plant flourish? That's what God is asking us to do. God wants me and you to be like Aaron's rod that was kept in God's presence. We'll pray about it. We'll ask him to help us. That even as we relate with one another, even as we continue in our Christian activities, we must realize that the purpose of all those Christian activities is so that me and you can blossom with the life of Christ. If that is not happening, I think we need to revisit ourselves. We need to check again that we are not just doing empty religion. What is the purpose of going to church on Sunday? When it is not to be encouraged again to follow Jesus. You know, some people have reduced church on Sunday to a social gathering. It's not just a place to go and see your friends. It's a place to be encouraged in your work with Jesus. It's a place to be challenged again. It's a place to be refreshed. As you read your Bible and pray personally, it's another avenue to receive life in your soul. We cannot survive without it. And there are very few plants in the world that don't have leaves. And yet, I have not seen a lot of them. Plants that don't have leaves but produce fruits. Have you seen them, please? Plants with no leaves that produce fruit. How are you going to produce fruit for Jesus when you are not engaging yourself in your spiritual leaves? How? That's the challenge, beloved brethren. I pray the Holy Spirit will help you. I pray that you will be encouraged again this evening to embrace this theme of remaining in God's presence and you are kept there so that you will always remain alive in Christ. There is no way you can you can be alive in Christ if you are not in God's presence all the days of your life. There is no difference between the life you live now and what you do in your job or in your family. You are still your life in Christ is one. And you have to know that you are always before God. <clears throat> so I trust that God will help us. That we will make it, we will pray about this. That we will not be, we will not just be doing empty religion. But that we will be like Aaron's rod, like carried the life of Christ. So we'll stop here. Come and join Pastor George's Bible study at 8 p.m. 